0: Hey, what's up, It's Welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. We are here in the Westwood One Studios. I'm Jonathan London, the host of Geekscape, as I've been for about, what, 11, 12 years? This yeah. is a long-running podcast, as I've started to appreciate. I'm back in L.A. after that break, and I am really appreciative to all of you who've been enjoying the show and actually sat with me through that break. I gotta tell you, big shout-out right now to the Geekscape special you got over holiday break, the one that was the Geekscape Origins, uh, where I sat down with my friend Anon and Daryl. We used to run a comic book store back in Austin, Texas, back in 1996-ish, uh, 95-ish, and I got to tell you that um, that was so much fun. Um, I am wigging out right now because I have my audition over here at the Westwood Studios set to the microsecond. So it is moving at such a crazy pace it's really zoomed in and is moving at such a fast pace that uh, that I it's just it, I have to turn this monitor off it's really starting to freak me out. I'm just looking at something spin past my face at such a high speed um, but you know what I'm getting used to it now anyway, gotta throw a big shout out for that episode If you have not heard the comic book special episode where I sit down with Daryl and Anon and we just recount stories it's like Empire's Records without the hot babe. So I'm just going to tell you right now. It, it, it's basically like listening to a bunch of employees. Think clerks, think Empire Records, think, um, you know, uh, any of those movies where you just get the inside dirt from the employees, the after hours dirt. And that is what that episode is, except. We're working in a comic book store in the middle of the 90s, the height of Image Comics. We're talking foil covers. We're talking Spider Clone Wars. We're talking all that crazy stuff that was happening in comics. And um, and it was, it was awesome. I loved sitting down and listening to that. Definitely check that one out. And um, towards the end of the year, we also have specials for a lot of the big blockbuster movies. So uh, Ian and I sit down and we talk about uh, the last Star Wars movies, we talk about Thor, we talk about Justice League, so if there's any of those big superhero movies that you, or sci-fi movies that you think that you're missing out on, and you want, or you maybe you caught up over the break, maybe you caught up and finally saw those movies with your parents over holiday break, go back and listen to Ian and I's thoughts, and that's where the discussion is here on Geekscape. I ran a little test last year about the uh, over the summer where I asked Geekscapists what the one word was that made them think about Geekscape, and I did that on the Geekscape Forever Facebook group, which is... uh a uh, pretty uh, pretty recent group that we started up just to um, kind of get a little bit more of a communal aspect to our Facebook proceedings because our Facebook page is for promoting things like the podcast. It's for like sharing articles and things like that. There are always articles and stuff like that up on Geekscape.net, but that's what the Geekscape page on Facebook is. The group, Geekscape Forever, is more about us. And when I put out that call to say, hey, what do you think of when you think of Geekscape in one word, which is just an experiment I was thinking to try and refocus what we're doing here as this ship goes forward. Um, Community was the word that just kept coming back to me. So um, I started those podcasts where we did the kind of uh, community podcast. We did one with Frank Sanders. We did one with Satori. These are longtime Geekscapists that you may know if you were on the forums or if you're in the Geekscape Forever group. And I get to sit down with the Geekscapers and kind of find out like what they're all about, what, they're, what are their lives. And I've got a Geekscapist here with me today, my friend Zach Haddad. Uh, and, we, and we're going to be doing sort of a Geekscape uh, State of the Union where we're going to talk about video games, where we're going to be talking about movies, we're going to be talking comics. Uh, much love to the episodes where I'm sitting down with somebody to talk about um, what they do, the interview episodes. But I always get the emails... Um, from like Martin Sheer or someone else saying, hey, I love it when you sit down and you just talk to a friend or a Geekscapist and talk about the real shit. All about that real world." <laughs> and so that's kind of what this episode is going to be, Geekscapist. I have to get back on track. Um, Now that I'm back in L.A., I'm rebooking the show. I have about 15 people slotted to do a Geekscape episode. Um, So you're going to start getting those shows Pretty soon, but this week, I'm like, you know what? I got to get my mind back around this whole thing. Uh, Geekscape's been growing as we start our State of the Union podcast. Mm-hmm. Geekscape's been growing, which is great. Uh, the podcast has been growing. Uh, I've been looking at my analytics, and when Geekscape first started off, we were coming off of the heat of Geek Trome and Revision 3, and we were hitting... Really cool numbers, and guys, keep in mind that was two thousand and six.
1: Yeah, that was some time back.
0: (laughs) So, really, to be like one of the top shows on iTunes, you just had to be there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like like there were, you just had to exist. And so those numbers were were big um, because there wasn't anybody else. And then, as podcasting kind of continued and started becoming more saturated, uh, a the listenership definitely went up. But the listenership didn't – I don't think the listenership rose at the same – at a disproportionate level to which the podcast creation started. I mean everybody started creating a podcast and we here at the Geekscape Network are guilty of the same. Uh, We have many shows across it. Please, may I recommend the Horror Movie Night podcast or if Shane will clean his mouth up, the Geekscape Games podcast. And definitely be watching the Overwatch, our Overleague podcast. Especially if you're a fan of Overwatch, so that's my plug. Um, anyway, what I'm saying <laughs> is, uh, there were more podcasts than there were listeners, and I don't think I don't know. It, Geekscape, I don't think I don't know. There was a long stretch of Geekscape where I don't know if I was aggressive, blah, 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 but I'm like watching the numbers, and I think Geekscape just kind of became ho hum, and and it's and, it, and, I'm, and I see it because it looks like a valley. The Geek Scheme numbers look like – a it looks like a saddle. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> a valley. And what's been crazy about this last year since we uh, – not even a year yet, uh, since May that we came back to Westwood One, and this has been very rewarding for me, is that the other side of the saddle. And uh, we're climbing back – I mean, we're, we've climbed back to the original numbers, and I think we're going to surpass them, which is amazing. And what is fun for me is that in talking to Westwood One, um, I – here is a heads up because I don't know what's going to do to the feed. I am trying to keep the feed. A, the feed is going to stay under my control, so don't worry about like Westwood One taking the feed and this and that. So, and like putting weird stuff on it or anything. I am um, still going to put up every podcast that ends up on the feed. Um, also, if for some reason when the contract with Westwood One expires, if somebody doesn't want to renew it, I will take the feed and go on my merry way, which is di- which is different than how Westwood One does the rest of their shows because I was pre existing. I wasn't a show that was brought up through the Westwood one system. It wasn't something that created with Westwood one. And I'm not speaking for all their shows cause there may have been other shows w- with this deal, but I'm just speaking with my specific deal. My deal with Kelly, who I love so much, Kelly Hurley. Thank you so much for bringing me back into this fold because I was languishing. Um, my, my deal was like, Hey, I, I'm, I want to be able to like continue the autonomy of Geekscape. if, the Westwood one relationship doesn't, you know, it work out and it's worked out great. Um, that being said, they have their own distribution, um, program. They, they have their own, they have a, a hub with which they, they distribute and host all of their other podcasts. And these are podcasts for, you know, all the other celebrities that do their shows and no, other celebrities as if I'm in there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, they have very celebrity driven shows, very big name shows, Do their shows at Westwood One, and they have a platform for those podcasts. I'm going to bring Geekscape over to that platform. Is what I'm telling you. Geekscape is. I don't know how to affect the feed. What I'm trying to avoid is this. I'm trying to avoid all the episodes. When I move the files over to the new platform, I'm trying to avoid those having to. I'm I'm trying to avoid those showing back up in the feed as new files and then getting re-downloaded to your computer because i don't want you to look up and suddenly there's 500 600 episodes re-downloading to your podcatcher that's psychotic um but i want all those again
1: just like right next to my u2 album that they just gave me that one time remember (laughs) that shit i just woke up one day it's like oh i've got an entire u2 album
0: (laughs) well the good news is this the good news is that i'm i'm i think in the next month or so bringing geekscape the hosting of the Geekscape podcast over to the Westwood One platform, um, and the one that they use, and that it'll allow Westwood One to help push the episode. So that little saddle, I think, is going to turn into something. Hopefully, a little mountain or something. Oh, you you know, I'm hoping to get more Geekscape is in here and grow the brand a little bit more and grow the podcast a little bit more. Your own little Terrytown. Town, my little Terry Town. That, my friends is brings us to our friend Zach Kadad, who has been with us since the beginning. Hello. And that is a reference to Breath of the Wild. It is. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a
1: late adopter. I tend to
0: be like that. <laughs> like I, I feel like every
1: time I talk to John, he's uh, making me hip to all these video games and what have you. And I will finally get into him like a year later, right? Because this um, is Breath of the Wild, been out for forever.
0: Yeah, well, Breath of the Wild came out in March with the Switch. I believe March 8th. March or April was the release of the Switch. And uh, and I bought a Switch in November. You bought a Switch in November. Um, and, and keep in mind, you picking up these video game systems and these video games um, are uh, is just a, a, like an extension of me listening to the Geekscape Games podcast because I did not intend on buying a Switch right away because I did camp out for the Wii U and I love the Wii U. Um, and Courtney Dossett, host of the Geekscape <laughs> Games podcast, i got to tell you. I love the Wii U. She didn't know that the Wii U was different than the Wii until they discontinued the Wii U. And, what? And she read that and was like, Wait, it was a different system <laughs> 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 At least that's what I'm hearing from the podcast. Uh and I remember camping out for the Wii U and just getting really into it and being like, Wow. But when the Switch came out last March, you know, I was in a I was I was in the biggest depression I've ever been in my life. Again, thank you, Kelly Hurley, for Wanting me to do Geekscape and uh, bring it over here because I had no intention to. I was just like, "Ah, Geekscape was this thing I did," um, and I was in a really miserable spot. And I'm listening to the Geekscape Geek Games podcast, um, and all the boys on that podcast rushed out and got the Switch. They got that pre order going oh, uh-huh. as soon as Reggie announced it. They, they were, it was a really funny. Episode it was that when Reggie announced the pre order for the Switches. They were the the Geekscape Games kids were listed, were watching the Nintendo Direct or the whatever the E three thing, yeah, whatever it was. It wasn't E three because But happened. they were watching the announcement and when he announced that it was live, they're live streaming it. The Geekscape is Geekscape Games kids are making a new podcast live as it's happening, and suddenly the entire podcast goes from something being fairly well ordered. And like, hey, guys, they're about to make an announcement. And as soon as they make an announcement, the pre-orders are up. Podcast goes to shit. Yeah. Because they just start scattering. they go like, oh, God. And they all jump to Amazon all and start pre-ordering switches. Yeah, they, they all just start. <laughs> and, and you just hear Josh Jackson after like a minute go, I got it. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm listening
1: to that. I'm hearing it right now in my
0: head. And I'm listening to that and they all start going, I'm in, I got it. Ah!" And like, like, and Shane has admitted in like afterwards that he had no financial business doing that. Shane, (laughs) Shane was not in a place financially, nor was I, um, Shane was not in a place financially to jump on that. And I think like, I just, yeah, I I was just like, okay, I was pretty dented financially. I was like, I'm not going to do the switch thing. And then those kids got their switches started kept talking about it on Geekscape Games to the point where I was like, oh, God. I started feeling that hunger where I started scratching like a heroin addict. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I need the hit. <laughs> and I, uh, yo,
1: anybody got some last snipper
2: clips over
0: here? And I was like, yo, I need that snipper clips. <laughs> well, really what I needed was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I saw the reviews to Breath of the Wild, and I was like, wait, my favorite gaming franchise, and they're saying it's the best game in the gaming franchise oh easily oh this is bad hands down and so i started it ain't no wind waker though well wind waker (laughs) was my favorite up until then wind waker is great wind waker ocarina i don't like majora as much Majora's is is like Majora's is crazy i played that through on my 3ds when they did the reissue right which i loved um but i loved the idea that i could pick it up and it's it's just a weird game. And I love that it's a weird game. And I'm actually hoping that because technically Breath of the Wild is a Wii U game. Mm-hmm. technically a Wii, a Wii U game that they used as a launch title for the Switch. Right. I'm hoping... That And guess what? In this conversation, we've just become the number one Geekscape uh, video games podcast on the Geekscape yes. network. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. It's still overleak. Uh, so listen, um, I'm hoping right now that they use that same engine much in the same way because we'll explain this. But uh, basically what I did was I got on Reddit. I started doing the, the, the Reddit detective work and saying, okay, this is when the shipments are hitting stores. This is what people are doing to successfully get switches now that like only two or three switches are being shipped to stores per week. Um and I remember waking up early on a win- on a Wednesday morning. I actually went and did the November project workout. Um I got out of there I think at like 5:30 no 6:30 and I jetted to a Walmart and hung out and there was only one or two of people in line and the guy in the manager comes out of the Walmart walks over to the standing there and goes you're one you're two you're three you're four and i'll and, and is like and we only have i think two or three of them and i'm sitting there at number three being like oh fuck and then he
1: drops all the bats with the nails he's yeah. like and go well, well the number
0: two person was like what's this for and he's like for the switch and she goes oh no I'm just waiting for you guys to open so I can go get a this and that and I was like you're my most popular woman in the world I love you enjoy your turkey roast that you're gonna buy because I'm getting my switch today
1: oh this isn't the line for Magic Mike XXL on DVD
0: <laughs> damn it I've been waiting yeah, all she, day she was like oh I'm not here for the switch <laughs> I'm here to make this man's day you get a switch today <laughs> like, she just started singing to me I I was like, "You're glorious, thank you." And like, God bless. Uh, like, it was I, only the
1: second weirdest thing she saw at that Walmart that day. mean
0: yeah, I became the magic <laughs> mic. I, like, I did like tear away pants and was like, "Dancing for you, thank you." <laughs> I'm taking the switch
1: box between my legs. You just and, got like, like your your iPhone out <laughs> and you just. Playing your jams. Yes. (laughs)
0: That was when I knew I was going to get a Switch. (laughs) And you know what? It was my first fucking try.
1: (laughs) That's pretty good. Take
0: that, 45, who claims to have gotten the presidency on his first try, which he didn't. He ran in 2000. He ran in 2000. He ran in fucking 2000. Uh, (laughs) That was my first try with the Switch. And that was in March. Breath of the Wild. Like, I think, I I don't know how many hours I have in the damn thing, but it took my life over. Perfect fucking game. and It's a perfect game. Yeah. Love it is Amazing, and but I'm still discovering so many I things play. about it. So you got this switch mm-hmm. in November. Yes, it was the first game you got. Yes, and you were like, "I'm in forever."
1: I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just there. But uh, I've been finding myself trying to curb it more and more because the damn thing's addicting, and I want to have a little bit of a life.
0: You didn't get the DLC. Yeah, and you haven't even day. faced Ganon.
1: No, I've not. I've, I, I'm. I'm. Like I was telling you the other day, I, I kind of want to be like. Edward James almost in Battlestar Galactica, like, don't want to read the end of this book. I just don't want to, like, see the end of the story yet. Well, I just, the there's memories. so much shit. Yeah, that's true. Get okay. the me-
0: hidden memories. The hidden it, memories are huge. Is it like the painter
1: guy that, that, that you can find? Yes. a different? Okay, so that that's how you find more memories is through
0: this dude. There's this one traveler who is going to all the different places, and he'll, you'll find him along the roadside or at ba- basically at different um, places, and he's painting vistas, and you show him this memory that you have on your little Sheikah slate stone. And he's like, Oh, that looks like it's in this area of the kingdom. And you go over to that place and you have like this nom flashback when you stand in that place (laughs) to your previous life before you went to sleep, before Link went to sleep and got resurrected. And, uh, and Geekscape is if you collect all of those, plus the additional one that you can only access upon completing all the ones that are being told that are out there. Uh, and then you beat the game you're going to get a much better ending. At least uh, to me it was a much sweeter ending because I earned it. And then I went back and saw the the non completion ending on YouTube and I was like, "Oh, I'm glad I did this one." Not that you can't do both because when you beat the game, which is funny cuz the Geekscape game <laughs> like Shane and it was like he didn't want to beat the game because he didn't think he could go back in and finish. Right. But once you beat the game it resurrects you like right right before, before the final, the blah final blah battle so you can then transport out and do the rest of the explore the rest of the kingdom and stuff like that and finish yeah. all your other stuff which is great because I got the two DLC packs and I was doing the Champions Ballad and it was it's really screwy um, which is great because I've actually talking about late adopters I've been playing Skyrim on the Switch which I got it for Christmas <coughs> and sorry that keeps and I uh, and I'm Loving that game, and I know that everyone else has played that game five years ago. Right, but I'm loving the. Uh, I'm just kind of like loving the fact that I can play it portably.
1: Yeah, no, you know, that's, I, that's what I love about the Switch. You take that shit anywhere.
0: Take it anywhere. I mean, I. I was getting an oil change at like Jiffy Lube, and they like go in the. I remember the first time. I actually played my switch while sitting in my car getting an all change to Jiffy Loop twice. And the first time was back in the spring and somebody and the guy was like, What is that? <laughs> <laughs> the dude who worked at Jiffy Loop was like, What is that? And I was like, Oh, it's the new Nintendo system and uh I'm sitting in my car getting the Jiffy Loop. Jiffy Loop song. Jiffy Loop song down home getting my switch on on Jiffy Loop song. Don't yeah. worry, we'll fix you up, fans. and then you can play your game some more. You got no life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jiffy Lube is
0: giving us like five thousand dollars for that plug. Jiffy Lube, would you like let to let us spon- know in the comments how if good that you would was? would like to sponsor a show <laughs> in climbing ratings and popular amongst eighteen to thirty-five year old college educated males? next beards. Oh, <laughs> excuse me, are we not using that term anymore? You know what? They buy trucks oh that's true and they also buy switches and I, re- I just remember somebody's gotta over. transport all the, the katanas the guy was and something was like what is that and I said it's the new switch and I was playing Zelda and then the last time I came through I actually beat Mario Odyssey sitting at a Jiffy Lube in my car doing the ending of, ba- of, of fucking it was so epic the ending of Mario Odyssey is so epic and I'm beating it at the fucking Jiffy Lube and the dude comes over and he goes we've seen a lot of those recently <laughs> Like back in November and he's like, I've, he's like he's like oh He's like, didn't you come? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was just here, you know. And he goes, we've seen a lot of those recently. That's cool. And I was like, because we're all playing with power. <laughs> playing with power just for an hour. Getting your, and y'all have, your, have that I same stank you, you of know, not man. getting
1: laid, by the way.
0: He goes, y'all... Sw- Cause, yeah, we've seen a lot of them versions, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how suddenly I'm out of loop and like Deliverance. It just turns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> boy, you sure got a good Joy Con there, don't Yo, you? boy.
0: <laughs> I'm watching your Switch. I also think I might switch you into my wife. (laughs) I'll switch you into my prison wife, (laughs) boy. Yes. (laughs) Why has it got to be the dude at Jiffy Lube? I don't know. I I, I don't know why.
1: sex criminal. Is is that classist, racist? I don't know exactly. It's something.
0: The dude at Jiffy Lube is awesome. Yeah. Um, We love
1: you, dude at Jiffy Lube. Whoever, wherever you may be. It's Jiffy Lube, right?
0: Sure. Or is it (laughs) Pennsylvania? I don't know. It's It's one of those places. Yeah, it's Jiffy Lube. Yeah. And, um, and the, yeah, I just remember the dude, and obviously he's wiping his hand on like the towel you know, right. and then he comes over and he's like, so listen, it's going to be,
1: what you got there?
0: Yo, oh. are you playing poking
1: tournament over there?
0: <laughs> That's the thing. In a horror movie, <laughs> here's the, here's the truth about why I may not be the biggest horror fan. In horror movies, you have these college kids mm-hmm. in these 20 somethings. And they're driving through the middle of nowhere, two-lane road, Yes. and they've run afoul of the character that we almost just did. Yeah, right? Right. But they're doing college things. They're smoking the weed. They're playing a guitar. Drinking
1: Red Bull or something. we got to
0: figure out where we can have sex. Hey, right. Hey, Billy, take your hand off me. Yes. Not yet. You know, they're being really... Those motherfuckers would be playing a switch so fast, right? <laughs> exactly. So how would that horror like that's the horror movie we gotta make? We gotta yes. make a horror movie with actual real people. So it's like they pull in, and the kid, you know, and, and it's the switch. So like you're not just gonna be sitting in your basement playing the games anymore, which is no. what I would absolutely be doing if it if it wasn't portable. Oh yeah. And so you come in with the switch, and this fucking dude comes over, right? Comes <laughs> yes. over, and he's like, "What you got there, boy?" And you're just playing your Switch. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I, no, you don't even say anything. Because you're, you're, you're I didn't know this dude was talking to me. He goes, he goes, what's what's that? And I was like, is he talking to me or one of his coworkers? And then finally I realized the dude's like staring at me. And I was like, oh, okay, social norms gone. And so, and so you think that this dude, I mean, this guy comes over the window. He's like, what you got there, boy? Doesn't even notice. Finally he's like, you ain't talking to me. What is that he's YouTube hitting on? To by me? the way, inside of the door or something yeah. like a window. I don't know. His wooden leg. Yeah. His hook. Yes. He's got his hook. <laughs> what the hell's that, boy? Nintendo Switch. Oh no, that's a different voice. Yeah, I <laughs> played a Nintendo Switch, and he's like, Nintendo Switch, huh? I've never heard of one of them. Let me see, dams. And you you give him a joy con. Must be
1: one of them fake n- fake news things. What is
0: this? Mmm, MAGA. Like a game is great again. <laughs> and, he, and so so you give him you un you go and you un- right. click the thing and you play clipper snips with him. Snipper clips, snipper clips, snipper clips, Sniper clips, yeah. clips which, <laughs> which, which I love playing. Yeah, it's great. And so you give him one of the controllers and you start playing snipper clips. So the movie ends differently. It ends with like you hanging out with a bunch of these like hillbilly dudes. And they're like, yo, Snipper Club used to be when I cut them toes off them tourists and ate them. <laughs> and now it's a game. I like this. Brother Wild, damn, I used to We run to all this. used to
1: do poking Tournament down by the river. <laughs> <Yo>, Pokin' <laughs>
0: Tournament used to be me and Jethro poking a
1: good
2: one down there. <laughs> and now I can take it to go.
0: <laughs> oh, man. We used to go down there. <laughs> Pokemon. We used to get ourselves in the river there. we used to get the catfish and put a little something on our painter's pocket tournament. (laughs) Brother Wild, man, I used to run a, I cook all sorts of stuff up in here. (laughs) Now you can do it here at the Nintendo Switch? That's a commercial, Nintendo. Yes, it is. Nintendo, that's a commercial. Yes, it is. Mario Odyssey. (laughs) How would that work? (laughs) I'm wearing all sorts of damn hats. The only hat I used to wear is throw throw a rucksack over somebody's head and kidnap them up into the woods. (laughs) how did this derail so quickly no this th- is this is
1: wild hunt all over again yeah, a nintendo
0: <laughs> ad that this is a nintendo ad like a like, yeah. a, like a like a nerd or an average like 20 something 30 something hanging out with a bunch of hillbillies like playing we have games, to make this now though. And they're like oh mark the whole family can play would it be fun <laughs> yes it would be. mark car we do that in our little dune buckets up there in the mountain <laughs> digging around you want to go mud boy
1: Think about it, yo. You you better let me get in on that drift. I'll throw a show at your motherfucker <laughs> face.
0: What are some other games? There? What is that voice, by the way? I don't know. I don't, know, know. What it just I don't said. know what you're doing. I don't know. Either. It started in one and it ended and somewhere it just else. Devolved. It was like <laughs> 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 <It's> like RTD <R2-D2>. two. <laughs> you
1: got you got to roll the dice on which Zach you're gonna get, I guess. And this morning is. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got <gotten> new coffee. This <laughs> <laughs> In the food and pop. I don't know what's <laughs> that. The center. pudding pop? You almost like Cosby. That was for a second. Never oh, go Cosby. Never, never go full Cosby. Rule 101. Damn, boy,
2: well, we know that. <laughs> yeah. You got to
1: keep them a little bit awake for they squirm. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Now I just wear a little wine yep. stain on you. Yep. You know how famous I am? I've been on four Geekscapes.
0: <laughs> you were our Geekscape writer of the Wait, you wrote the Geekscape article of the year, our first time we had the Geekscape award. I did, and then I never wrote again. And then we didn't ever have the awards again. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one though. I I occasionally do think back to those days and I feel like what, uh two thousand and seven or two, yeah. Yeah. And it's been it's been a long journey and I've been on so many iterations of this podcast <laughs> and just to see how it's gone I mean not, not like in a but we've we've Done it? Can, can I talk about this this part of it? Want? Cool, because it's like I've I've done it in your office before with a camera. We've mm-hmm. we've done it in your car. We've just so so this many. Is different the podcast ways. we're talking about, yeah, the podcast. It's uh, you know not what we do on Tuesday afternoons, which is a whole different story, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're
1: getting too close yes we are. Um, uh, and uh i i i think about those times and just like how much you and i have evolved and not just our our friendship and you know everything it's that an we've upward trajectory it is it definitely is check yeah in, I, i'd, I'd like to think so sorry so <laughs> but um i'm i'm really happy that i get to do it again it's this is always a lot of fun just to like kind of it's it's a fun conversation i I always feel like we don't really have a uh,
0: somebody just went at least it is for somebody somebody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) that makes two of you bye and it's that it's that same uh escapist who like loves to hear shane talk so there's that <laughs> so it's Shane the, yeah oh okay good point it's Shane you just described Shane yeah it's Shane he's he's getting fitted for a suit right now as he's listening to this and he's like eh, no thanks but it's made of skin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Courtney lures that person and Shane's just like oh hey do you want to talk about Sparkle Pony bullshit <laughs> Courtney. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's like his
0: get out <laughs> exactly
1: exactly or like uh, Courtney's
0: like see I'm normal and then like <laughs> then, like, throw us into the Raincore cage.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's like, here you go. She's the familiar from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. The, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's
0: yeah. like, you know, did you ever read that article that was online about GameStop and how they work? So, GameStop oh, yeah. and like GameStop has like three types of employees that I they I have. Like, there's a manager, there's like the really intense geek, and then there's the female that they call the meat. What? How fucked up is this?
1: That is fucked up. So,
0: so, so, and I mean, that's not, obviously that's not official on like a GameStop, like right. employee handbook. Or, but we've or heard anything. them on hot mics
1: before and they say fucked up shit. So it's believable.
0: Right. So the kind of colloquial term GameStop for the girl who works at GameStop is quote unquote the meat, the person that will draw the guys into the, into the store. And we've been in GameStop and they're yeah. attractive girls who work there. And not to say that those attractive girls don't want to work at GameStop and aren't, like, into games and aren't educated about games. There are so many, and they've been on this podcast, there are so many women who are into gaming who know so much more shit than I do. Right. and um, I've been
1: put to shame by so many female (coughs)
0: GameStop employees. But the (laughs) the purpose of telling you all this, I forget, it, it was a... It was a really educational post because I was like, "Yeah, that is how GameStop works." Um, is that, that that's Courtney's job? Yeah. I think Courtney is an awesome on her own, but she, you, l- she lures you in with her sweetness yeah. and is like, "Now the game is on." She <laughs>
2: comes out with his pony gear. He's just Buffalo Bill, you know. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> No! Would you listen to me? <laughs> I'd listen to me. <laughs> right? That's Shane. Can I interest you in some Geekscape games? <laughs> <laughs> Wubba lubba dub dub. I just wanted to say that. that wasn't uh, even. We're t- so
0: t- inside t- baseball here on Geekscape. <laughs> yes. It's like, yes, it is. this is the episode where you find out more about Geekscape. It is the State of the Union episode. Which
1: is funny that I'm on this episode because even though I've been, uh, you know, like a part of the DNA of Geekscape for so long, I'm the worst geek escapist if you think about it because Why? i don't fucking read or listen to anything
0: yeah um <laughs> not like you on to, purpose but you talk to us on on the forum sometimes mm-hmm. on geesey on forever and i talk to you guys in life uh-huh uh-huh um and i think you've been fine hi derek i love you by the way i love derek he's my derek is the best among us he's like our lance a lot he is he is he, he's the one that always
1: like just Keeps us in check and just kind of like pats us on the head. Well, King and-
0: Arthur is like losing his mind. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, he's the best among us. Yeah. Um, puyo, puyo. I can sing it if you want. <laughs> they started singing it on Geekscape Games and I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. That occasionally ends up
1: in my nightmares. <laughs> it's another very deep cut. It's a deep Geekscape cut from Comic-Con
0: let- this past year. Uh, um, so, dude. Yes. How have you been is really the question I got to ask you. Like, how have you been? So uh, I
1: have honestly been in the 2017 was such a weird year, I feel like, for a lot of people. But for me personally, uh, to share with a lot of you guys who may or may not know, I went through a divorce this past year. And like Hi! Hi! (laughs) I uh, my name's Zach and I am a divorcee or whatever. But uh, that's
0: what this podcast just became. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's going
1: there. So like it was a very weird trajectory for me at first, and then uh, I also have a son. I have a two year old, and so my ex wife and son moved to uh, Massachusetts, and I'm here living in L A. You know, supporting them as best as I can and working. And uh, that was a pretty rough patch in like what was that? Uh, Early 2017 and I got a job at Marvel working in 3D post-production, which is like a dream come true for me as somebody who's been working in post for so long.
0: Well, let's go back because I, yeah. I think it was a little more harrowing than that. It was. It was like I just kind of glossed over that did, one. You did. You did. So it's it's crazy how our, our, our stories are kind of parallel. So like early 2017, you're like, Oh, oh i'm just gonna do this through sound yes march <laughs> Jan- february you're more like uh, march you're like kill me please yeah. please i'm praying <laughs> for death and the, here's the situation like i'm i'm here like trying to get peeled off the floor and los Feliz, you're up in bakersfield yeah i was in bakersfield those and those you're time. in bakersfield like Working for your dad mm-hmm. who runs a farm.
1: Yeah, yeah, a uh, mm-hmm. produce broker. Mm-hmm. So he's
0: like a, a produce bro- broker. Yeah, but,
1: but is is in, <clears throat> in league with a particular farm. Yeah.
0: And you're working at the farm?
1: Uh, I was working in an office right next to him selling potatoes. Well, not and even that's in really that was, That was in Bakersfield. I couldn't be farther from <laughs> my craft. I'm uh, going to film school. To, okay. Um, Bakersfield is the like brand. brand <laughs> yeah, it, it's very much like Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's just a desolate. Like town where on Friday nights everybody decides to close up shop and go to the high school football games. It's a very like Texas kind of place, but in the middle but of Alvin California. But has
0: culture. That's true.
1: <laughs> Bakersfield. Bakersfield likes to have a little bit of it because there's a lot of like uh, French Basque that live there that, oh, really? that migrated over. Yeah, which is cool. There's a nice little community there, but um, there there's also a lot of toxicity in that town. And yeah. Um, uh,
0: the, I imagine it's got a drug problem
1: it does it does there's a lot of heroin and stuff of that nature which is which is rough you know like wanting to have a family and <clears throat> you're you're living there but there's also a lot of very strong people i I feel like if if you can survive in this town that is essentially at the bottom of a basin where on one side is you know, the Bay Area and the Central Coast and the other side is Los Angeles and all of the shit funnels down, you know, like all <laughs> all the terrible weather goes down to Bakersfield. And if you could come out of that place unscathed to some degree, like you're you're a pretty damn strong person. Like it it is definitely a, you know, like, you know, uh, out of the frying pan into the fire. Bakersfield's sort of. grim. And so yeah.
0: you were sitting there selling potatoes in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> your wife and your kid had just moved, like left, I mean left to move to fucking Massachusetts and yeah. like divorced. You guys see your kid. Like I can't, that's I, the part. I'll see him in March. That's the part that hurts him. me is like, mm-hmm. you see him what? Twice a year.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, hopefully more. Hopefully uh, more. yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully more. Like I, I, I will say this, um, you know, as, as happy as I am to, you know, be separated because ultimately I think that it was, it was a very, for the best. It, it was for the best. Uh, it was the best for Milo, my son. I, I, uh, it's really tough. It's really tough for me to be so to feel so happy finally, because at the same time I feel a little bit guilty being so far away from my kid. Sure, but my ex wife has been really good and helpful in this regard in terms of like making sure that we're able to talk every day. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to figure out like when we can see each other. You know, because <clears throat> it's got to be tough for her too. Like I can only have empathy. You know, for so much like without truly being in that person's shoes, but I could uh, bet that it's hard for her too, and right. she's trying to be as as accommodating as possible, but still like really rough. Uh, regardless, like it's it's not the same as being able to like actually read a, a story to your son who's like sitting right there when you're doing it over Facetime.
0: And How old is he? He's two and a half. He's right. going to
1: be three in July.
0: My best friend. Yeah, Milo. I love that little guy. He's pretty
1: cool. He's he's a cool kid, but um. So, yeah, selling potatoes in Bakersfield. But I get a call from Marvel.
0: Well, no, you don't. What? You're getting even worse. And by June, shit had gotten so bad for you. Oh, yeah. That, like, I remember you calling me in, like, May. I love how you're just trying to gloss over this. No. Yeah, okay, let's do it. They have to feel this shit. Yes, okay, let's do it. So, in May, I remember getting a phone call from you. And you're just spinning hard. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that phone call? I do. I, I remember because I, I was spinning too. Like I was standing in my old house, the front yard of my old house, with my dogs, being like, "What the fuck did I do to my life, right?" Mm-hmm. And I get a phone call from you, and you're telling me just everything that's going bad, and how really that's when you found that's when you knew that they were going to move to Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Did I just lose my kid?" You yeah. know what I mean, like mm-hmm. that. And I remember hearing that and just fucking losing. Like you're losing it. I'm losing it. I think that you just stepped out of the courthouse yeah, and realized like, this is how it's going to work. And we don't have to get too detailed, but just more detailed than you were doing is all I'm saying. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so I just remember that. And, and you did not know what You were, you did not want to sell potatoes anymore. You were at the fucking end of it. Your life has just been thrown upside down. And for the better or not, that's still some really painful shit. And then the, like, I remember just saying the like I was like, "Hey, dude, you know what? I can't do anything for you, except you're getting a Comic Con yeah. badge." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. and, and, and I didn't tell anybody except Matt Kelly, mm. and I may, and maybe Derek, and and I, said, yeah. and I said, "Guys, listen, this is what's happening because we don't get a lot of Comic Con badges each year. We get four, and I take one." And Matt Kelly was gonna get one because he was coming back, and that left us two. And, um, and so, uh, and Gee was gonna get one, mm. and I only had one, and I was like, "It's got to be you, because you're going through shit, and you got to get out of Bakersfield." Yeah. In, in the and so, I just remember telling Matt and Derek, "Listen, this is what Zach is going through, and he's coming to Comic Con with us because I got we got to get him out of Bakersfield at least for that week, yeah. and we got to get his fucking head on straight." The dude deserves to have fun because you just got kicked in the nuts hard. Right. Like, God was like, and on you I will bequeath the kick in the nuts.
2: (laughs) Hello, son. Enjoy your day now. For making you so handsome and charismatic and beautiful, I must take from you. And for you I will
0: take a kick in the nuts. You got a godly kick in the nuts.
1: Yeah, I did. That's a good way of putting it.
0: Yeah, I was like, those aren't tonsils. Those are your nuts. Having kicked up into your mouth because you got kicked in the nuts by God
1: just juggling yeah. that uvula
2: yeah it's a fun word say
0: it once every five years my son <laughs> <laughs> this is what when westwood one installed this beautiful studio do you like the studio oh very much so yeah When then they were like jonathan's going to use this to do this ready yeah my son <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible
2: my son hello is this what
0: it sounded like that day yes yes okay, okay. he goes
2: okay that's what happened he goes we have your dots <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to see them again, you're gonna to have to give up half your shit and your son, and then they're gonna hurt forever, or maybe not. Who knows? And your fucking like that. <laughs> Zach a cadud.
0: Sounds like the Dark Lord. <laughs> okay, let, let me try and sound more god-like. Hello, Zach. Like that? That's good. Okay. Yeah, he is. Yes. Is that what it sounded like? Yes. Okay. Hello, Zach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sound like Jonathan? Yes. Hello. Hello, Zach. Hello... Prozac. Hello, Zach. This is God. Hi, God. So far, you've made me very proud. Oh, thanks, God. But I fear that in making you handsome, physically perfect, incredibly intelligent, and charismatic, I have also given away to vanity. It allowed you to get too big of a head. In making you irresistible to the opposite sex... I I have spoiled you, so now I must take from you. I will take half of your earnings and your firstborn child and send them to Massachusetts. And I will also kick your nuts into your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I'll take your cats.
3: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shit. It
2: will not be the only... Hers will not be the only pussy that is leaving for Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ!
3: <laughs>
2: Please do not use my name in vain. That is my child. <laughs> well, you're fucking my child, so I am taking all of your pussy from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God,
1: that was taken long ago.
2: <laughs> but it's okay because I made you irresistible to it. It will come back to you in, in, in scores. What's a score again? Scores is a nightclub.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, like in like in Dave Mirra's BMX X, That scores.
2: You will go That's there. That's fucking old. You will meet a you will meet a woman named Tina with tongue powers. Okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> <Sorry. sighs> All right. Just kidding. It's me. It's the devil. <laughs> Hello, Zach. <laughs> Good night. Sleep tight. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's
2: enough. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, when you wake, you will have nothing. <laughs> and until so that happened to you,
0: mm-hmm. yes, and yes, I you did. came to Comic
1: Con. I came, I came to Comic Con. And <laughs> and right
0: now, the listener is like, couldn't you have just glossed over? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, uh, and and you were walking out of Comic Con and you saw your old con, your old uh, contact from Legend, uh, where you used to. Oh, 3D. From, from Marvel, actually. Oh, she worked at yeah, Marvel. She, she worked at Marvel. But she remembers you from doing from Legend three D. Yeah, Legend. It, when I
1: worked on Ant Man
0: and that was in july yeah that was in july and she said hey we should catch up
1: yeah yeah and then i don't know uh, a week or so later they called me and they're like please help us on thor ragnarok we really need help <laughs> and so i told my dad like hey this is what i really want to do and he knew that i was you, you know don't sell taters, boy. Yeah. you think you're too good for taters my it's it's my dad's <laughs> life and i i love and respect that of him like he's so happy you know like the way that you and i talk about video games yeah. is the same way that he talks about like the growth cycle of a potato which yeah, <laughs> That's awesome it's great yeah exactly like you you want that right you want that passion yeah. and i didn't have that zach i will make
2: you sell potatoes forever <laughs>
1: <laughs> no you already took my ball <laughs> um
2: and yeah it's me Zach, it's me jesus you are <laughs> going to be selling potatoes in bakersfield Until you too are a heroin addict. (laughs) Living under a bridge. Zack. In Union. (laughs) Which is a part of Bakersfield (laughs) that's super ghetto as fuck. In my darkest hour, I created a place called Union Bakersfield. (laughs) There is where you will find the heroin.
1: There will be prostitutes and lots of heroin and a Popeye's fried chicken. Enjoy yourself.
2: I didn't make it so bad. I did put a Popeye's there.
1: (laughs) You know you love the the wild rice. (laughs) Was that what it's called?
2: Stick, I, I don't know. Some shit. It's good. It's Red really beans good. Red rice. rice. Yes. You are going yes. to get the Fiesta rice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the heroin will be
1: your new god. I moved down to L.A. <laughs> yeah.
0: So So August. that week it's, it's like <laughs> you moved down to L.A. and then we had to go back and get your stuff.
1: Yes. And you yeah. helped me. Uh, uh, that's, the, that's the thing that uh, I'm not going to sit here and just, just stroke on the you know the phantom John. Dick I like how I'm just here. giving
0: myself credit. I got you yeah. the Comic-Con pass, so I changed your life. Well, yeah. No, seriously. I'm just fucking. I I mean, come like, on. No, but
1: let's be real here for a second, though. At so many points, Jonathan,
2: you've grown too vain. I will cut off your penis.
1: In my life, I've had, I've had these like these these brother sort of characters. You, Mark Bell, Chris Gore. Uh, these kind of guys that uh, I've I've worked with that have also like always <laughs> taken care of me in one way, like 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 a brother would, you know, like we, we talk shit and have a good time, but like also we look out for each other. And I feel like there have been these certain moments in my life where these these guys have really helped me out. And you specifically have just like always been there for me. And I really appreciate that. And it's it goes to like, yeah, you helping me get my stuff. Like I crashed with you when I moved down here and we were doing those fun like little loot crate box unboxing videos
2: if he's so great why don't you just fucking worship him then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe i will is he gonna kick me in the nuts jonathan is a false god i <laughs> warn you jonathan is a false god just as the geeks all <laughs> yeah. of their lives are falling apart too <laughs> yeah. now i'm just
1: thinking of you being a character on american gods anyways oh, thank you man yeah but it, it's it's uh it, it, it did bring back you know like a jumpstart in my life again which was in a really dark place, but it gave me purpose and meaning and being at Comic-Con, like, it was, it was the reset button that I needed. Mm-hmm. It was like the first time I did mushrooms. Wait, what? Did I just say uh, that on there? Uh,
3: no, but, but seriously, like... It's
1: a Mario Brothers reference. Yeah, exactly, guys. Um, I needed that reset. I needed something to, you know, kind of help jumpstart that again. And I feel like that was the, the start of it. Right. And then worked on Thor Ragnarok, which was awesome.
0: Uh-huh. And then you worked on another film?
1: I did. I worked on uh, a wrinkle in time and I just ended that gig and I want to take a little bit of break because those were both really (laughs) insane.
0: Oh, you were working like 20 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, and and I'm not being silly. Like you were working insane hours. You're overtime. You were like, Hey, you were making crazy money.
2: And
0: and, uh, when you're clocking 95 hours in one week, yeah,
1: it's 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 nice to be able just to take a little bit of a pause and, and play
0: some Breath of the
1: Wild. Play some Breath of the Wild, and um, I, you know, start dating somebody recently, which mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll not really bring her too much into it. You know, she she might what? be
2: what? What? you both have recovered. I have to kick them again. Yes, I have to kick them one more <laughs> time. <laughs> He's, a like, god. God. <laughs> He's a vengeful he, god. Yeah, really.
0: This is really some fire and fury stuff.
1: And and so it's been nice being able to like you know spend spend time with her and just to kind of like uh, take a breather and feel human again. Right. And as much as I love movies and, and enjoy it, like I'm always going to be in that world. It's it's just nice to be able to you know kind of take a step back and and enjoy for a little bit and uh, also give my eyes a rest because I've been looking at a lot of 3D for the past you know like. Half a year or whatever. Uh, as much as I love 3D and I've worked on it for years and years, it's, um, yeah, it's nice to not have to put on those fucking glasses every day.
0: Well, I'm stoked. Um, I'm stoked. It's been fun being able to talk to you about the Zelda stuff. Yeah. Because it's been like, listen up, kid. You know? <laughs> um, I, I love that game. Um, I want to talk about Ludo. Is that we, 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 we will, we will. Um, real quick, while we were talking about Mark Bell, yes. Mark Bell just went through a tough stretch. Uh, Mark Bell was editor in chief of um, our friends' f- film threat, and Mark just had just lost his father over the weekend. So mm-hmm. please l- keep Mark Bell in your thoughts. I love you, Mark. Um, Mark Bell has been on the show, mm-hmm. and we love Mark. Uh, also, shout out a few uh, months ago, I, I dedicated a show to my buddy Kevin Netsley, who. It's one of my running friends who listens to every episode when he goes on these long runs. And Kevin is an incredible uh, athlete. And Except this one.
1: Who's going to want to fucking listen to this one? <laughs> well, I think Kevin will actually love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: uh, and, and Kevin just went through a similar circumstance over the weekend. And love you, Kevin. I, I think you're listening. I hope you're listening. I hope you're laughing. Um, and I hope you know I love you. And you're a geekscapist. You listen to every episode and it's awesome. It's awesome. That's the only reason I joined a running community is so I could be like, Oh, you guys do a lot of running. Well, if you need anything to listen to, uh, (laughs) my friend Leo, I just spent a bunch of hours and stuff. (laughs) I spent some time in Austin, uh, over the break, as you all know. And I went to the November project Austin workouts and I met my buddy Leo and Leo just listened to the Casper Van Mm Deen, uh, episode last week and he messaged me on, on Facebook. And was like, hey, man, I just listened to the episode with Casper, and I liked it. I'm going to keep listening to your episode. So, Leo, if you, if you are true to your word and listening, love you, buddy. Um, be safe on those drives. Dude does uh, 18-wheel drives. He, that's Shit. what he does. Damn. W- works works behind the wheel of an 18-wheeler like fucking. Mad respect. Oh,
1: like over the top? Over
0: the fucking top. I told yeah. him he should install one of those over-the-top workout yeah, yeah. machines. What the
1: fuck is that? It just a, for his arm yeah. wrestling
0: style, so he needs to do that. Uh, leo leo's already pretty good does he have
1: the 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 finger technique down you got to do the the role we, were, ta- we were
0: talking about over the top that movie's fantastic pretty good stallone movie yeah and uh, we, uh it's we, a pr- it's pretty
1: good movie uh, period. yeah movie period it's a pretty good dad and son bonding movie it's a road it's trip it's actually movie. really good in that respect yeah
0: i was blown away by that movie yeah i i love it because i recently rewatched watched that first half of that movie and i was like oh that's pretty good yeah yeah. i I threw this movie i was like this movie's just a stupid arm roasting movie and it's actually pretty good um but leo leo's already pretty damn good shape he runs circles around me at those workouts and he's he's my boy so be safe on those long ass overnight drives because he's driving like austin to corpus austin to dallas watch out for uh, those
1: lot lizards buddy um speaking
0: of dallas here's another one well well While God is handing it to you in a basket, Um, (laughs) another longtime Geekscape is he was no longer as active in the forums. He used to be active in the forums, and then he stopped being active in the forums. Was actually a really prolific science fiction, fantasy writer, and horror writer. Um, And you may remember years ago in our first year or two of Geekscape, I reviewed uh, his. Little, uh, He sent me a novella that he'd written called The Ties That Bind. It was a science fiction uh, space novel. And I remember reviewing it on the show. Our friend Justin McCumber. Justin had been battling an illness for the last several years. And he just needed organ transplant, organ transplant, organ transplant. And sadly, um, last week, uh, Justin ended up being, last Monday, he ended up being claimed by uh, i think I think his body rejected his last organ transplant It was like a little, it was a, it was too okay. much, and he had been sick and weak and just biting for so long um and and justin lived up in dallas and uh i I think I remember meeting him at at a comic con and the dude just put out so many books that i mean even while sick he 's just writing and writing and writing uh and if you if you search for a Justin McCumber author. Uh, you'll find his website, and I know that his books are available in digital form, and there's probably some printed uh, copies still available. And I just, it, it's crazy, but um, you know, his wife posted that he finally uh, passed away, and it's just like, we are getting hit. So um, it is a dark period uh, for many of us on a personal level. Mm. Um, and that is part of the State of the Union. It is a dark period for many of us on a personal level, but on a community level, which is what this is all about. I'm actually having a really good we're actually one doing one right pretty now good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Just I feel like, I feel like we're coming up out of it. Yeah. I feel like we're coming up out of around, it. Around
1: October, it's like life started getting great for mm-hmm. me. And well, okay, let's. Uh, e, e, but even back at Comic like I've, I started to see these gains, so to speak. Yeah, it's like it you're getting, like
0: the Geekscape feed. The Geekscape yeah. feed is like your voodoo doll. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah. If the Geekscape feed is doing healthy, then you're doing <laughs> then healthy. Doing, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: there's 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 more references there, aren't there? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, there I you go. just
0: stick a pin in it, wiggle it around a little, uh, little Yeah, i Oh,
1: kind my of, God. I'm kind of in that sort of thing. You kind of turn into a murloc for a second
3: there.
0: <laughs> I think and it was Gergi from Dark Crystal. Or oh, not oh, Dark Crystal, which from, is coming to theaters. It is. Dark Crystal is coming back to the and theaters. And I want to go see it. But uh, The Black Cauldron. Remember The Black Cauldron? Yeah,
1: but not not like- The cartoon? It's It's been like nine or ten years since I've seen this movie, but yes. I loved those It's books. really good. It's really good. Then, I, love, I love those old Disney animated features. The that ones. almost
0: sank Disney. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Those are the best ones. But Gurgle was like, "Mantles, and <laughs> He had that bag. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He, I had no friends. <laughs> he had that bag that you could just take food out of. It was like an endless food bag. Yeah. And he like, Mountains and Crescents.
1: Man, don't we all just want an endless food bags sometimes, though?
0: You have one. It's called your cabinet. I know. And every you time I'm at your place, I, chips? <laughs> every, time I just, every time I'm at your place, you just feed me and. Dude, that's why I do not keep food in my apartment because be I just real, eat my you're, way you're, through everything.
1: You're catching me on a time though when I'm not working because Disney like feeds you constantly. Uh-huh. And so like um, I will not keep any food at the house because I'm just always getting fed. But now, right now that I'm taking some time off, I am stocked. I'm, right. I've got a nice little stockpile of Trader Joe's happening and it is fantastic.
0: And, and
1: like, here's some dark chocolate peanut butter cups, Jonathan. Eat all of
0: them. Did I eat three this morning? Yeah. <laughs> um, can we talk a little bit? now about this nintendo labo oh yeah that was announced
1: that's what it's called i called it ludo earlier which i think is actually another jim henson reference
0: nice. and, and is i've not uh seen movies since uh the break but i think i posted you know there's some you know it was i thought it was a good year of movies mm-hmm. yeah. um and comics oh man i buy so many comics that i'm not reading <laughs> so i'm like i'm really this morning i was contemplating like how much longer am i gonna buy this many comics i think I'm, i think i may look into dave soon where i'm buying two a week really i'm just i'm not even reading two a week
1: I, i've been reading the new moon Knight, like the first couple that's issues Is mr M- what was it the, the dc book
0: oh mr. mr miracle i, I have heard the first, that's perfect it's
1: really really good but it's funny that i say it's really really good and can't remember the title but i have the first two issues i'll let you borrow
0: people are it's saying good. that this mr miracle is the new great work from dc like the great new book it's really and good i heard it's amazing i um the ones that i auto read are paper girls mm-hmm. which is a great series uh killer be killed
1: oh i've heard that's good
0: yeah it's the new Br- Br- Baker phillips uh-huh. series about I a guy who love Brubaker. is possessed by a demon and the demon's telling him you have to kill one person a month so he's like okay if i'm gonna kill somebody it's gonna be somebody who deserves it so he starts like going after like local mobsters and stuff in that's his awesome. in his neighborhood but they start coming getting wise to him and you can't just go around killing people right so there's a police detective that's kind of gotten onto his case and as much as he's trying to keep these murders looking random and this and that but uh he's a kid he's just a regular college student so he's having trouble keeping ahead of it and there's a demon that will kill him after a <laughs> month you know if he doesn't kill somebody yeah. within a month um it's death note but good it's a bit of death note uh there are parts of death note i loved i know um so i'm reading that and i'm trying to read a bit of the of the legacy stuff Mm -hmm. over at marvel um just because i love the idea of them going back to the original numbering yeah the venom ink stuff is kind of fun is it i i've yeah i'd like to get into it and um we just because i'm a big spider-man fan and and that's it for comics. Is uh, Saga still happening? I, I, Saga's still happening. I just got I'm my girlfriend only to, I'm into only two it. Years She's like I'm it. only two years behind. Yeah, I'm going to say like I'm super <laughs> behind
1: too. I, I yeah. think I like left off on issue 17 or 18. I have really? no idea. Yeah.
0: I left off somewhere in the 30s. Mm. And, Fuck. And I think I just bought <laughs> issue 60 or so. But I have all of the single issues. Okay. I'm and coming when I, over. No, well, when I, well, you, well you're going to have to wait until I put my life back in order. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Because yes. some of that stuff's in storage and mm-hmm. some of that stuff's in my apartment. Da, 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 da. Oh, I want to be
1: part of that day. That's um, the the, 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 the
0: yeah, life day, and and I and I know Geekscape is. I didn't tell you what my favorite movies of the year are, but it's basically Coco. Yeah, Coco uh, <laughs> and Shape
1: of Water, which I know you don't like as much.
0: I yeah, no, Doug obviously was amazing. Oh, sorry, the look of the movie I was Doug amazing. The best. Uh, some of the yeah, the, the screenplay. I was like, mm, there's some stuff that I was like a little felt a little disconnected for me, but. uh but the for as far as art films i mean thor was shit mm-hmm. um i thought call me by your name was beautiful i loved lady bird i wasn't totally sold on the three billboards hype mm-hmm. um I thought I Tanya was incredible. I liked it a lot. I couldn't hard, it was hard for me to I, watch.
1: I, yeah, same. But it was beautiful. Same. Uh, it's especially when—is it a spoiler if we talk about how like the fourth wall breaks and stuff like that? Like that. No, stuff? I mean I
0: think that's in the trailer.
1: Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. I never saw a trailer, but uh, the way in, the way in which that they use a, the fourth wall break with uh, Tonya Harding, you know, telling the story, really like rocked me to my core. It was the first time they do it is when she's being beaten by her husband oh and it was just so rough but i i loved that movie the only thing i didn't really like about it is all of the terrible facial scans you know as a guy who's worked oh, when in visual effects, skating? when she's ice skating it's extremely noticeable the face replacement i would have rather liked if they just went to archival footage of tanya harding actually skating you would have i would have i i feel like it's, it would have been just as good if not it would have added to the depth of how this movie breaks so many different genres at once
0: that would have made the movie i think astronomically more expensive because so much of that stuff is owned by MDC Good point. and that, mm-hmm. but I, th- I also think that the facial replacement stuff would have been much easier to do on archival footage that had de- degradation on it.
1: Good point. Uh-huh. So like Forrest
0: Gump. It. Gumpet. So it might have worked. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, I Still saw it. Fl- yeah, the facial replacement was kind of getting on me a little bit, but it was nowhere near Blue Crush level. Oh, good point. Good but it's point. also 20 years after Blue Cross.
1: Right, right, right. Or what was what was that um, Nick Cannon Bow Wow roller skate movie? Do you remember that that came out? It was like set in the 70s and Lil Bow Wow was like on a roller skate. Roll Bounce? Roll ba- is, was it was a roll bounce. Is that I called? didn't
0: watch it, but I lived it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that
1: had a bunch of terrible this lot of, technology.
0: So, yeah. Oh, and I also like Disaster Artist. Disaster Artist. Uh, still yet to fully see. Oh, it was awesome.
1: But you know how I feel about The Room. I introduced yeah. you to The Room.
0: You did. You did. And we At talked about Sunset it many 5. times on this. And then we obviously had Time Away on the show. And... Uh, that was fun. And it's... I don't know, man. I, I, I really...
1: I, I watched like the first 10 or 15 minutes of it on a screener. And then had to give the screener back. And I'm like, I
0: want to just watch the whole
1: damn movie. But I just showed my girlfriend... On oh, Disaster uh, The Room. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, Disaster Artist is great. Yeah. Um. okay. So let's close out in talking about the Nintendo Labo. Yes. Please. Which is insane. Tonight I'm uh, Geekscapist and I'll try and put some on my uh, Instagram stories, at geekscape.net or this and that. But tonight I'm going down to downtown Disney by Disneyland and I'm going on this Star Wars VR experience with my friend Herschel. And I'll see how much I can document because uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't quite know what it is. I just know that we have an 1130 p.m. appointment to go through a VR experience mm. and it's Star Wars based. He invited me. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. It, what what is it? What am I doing tonight? <laughs>
1: well, without giving it uh, too much away, you are going to be part of an elite stormtrooper group. Not oh, like sick. not like the clone troopers uh, that video game. What was that video game called? I got you. The, that game was fantastic, but it's a, a very fun, immersive experience that comes out of ILM X Labs, which is a subsidiary of IL. Or it's a, you know like the. Their new little brainchild up in Marin that uh, ILMX is making all sort of um, VR experiences. Mm-hmm. And this one is like their second, I believe, their second. Uh, so
0: I'm going to be a stormtrooper alongside my friend mm-hmm. in a group. Yes. And we're going to be have some mission. Yes. It's all VR all the time. And we can't hit anything with our, sh- with our rif- blaster rifles. Or can you? You can't. Dude, That's correct. The, yeah, I, yeah, can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm a stormtrooper. You're, you're, you're,
1: you're, it's actually what you do in the VR. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just give it away. You walk into a door opening
0: over and over again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that?
3: Oh, my God. What's that?
0: Um, so we're doing that tonight. I'll give you guys some impressions next time around or uh, throw something on Facebook, uh, Geescape Forever, or I'll find some way to convey to you how cool that was. Um, but w- I bring it up because we have Sony and Microsoft really heavily invested in this whole VR thing. Mm-hmm. They're really going VR, VR, VR. Big, big tech specs, this and that. And yeah. um, Derek Crandall talking about Skyrim VR. Maybe you really want to play Skyrim on the Switch. And thank you, Derek, for that addiction. Um, and I bring it up because again, Nintendo goes the other direction. Mm-hmm. And, and Nintendo says, okay, while well, you're doing that all that VR stuff for. You know, costing the consumer a thousand whatever dollars right. in this stuff. Here we're gonna go the other direction and they create this Nintendo Labo, which is like a paper craft cardboard experience where you're literally buying cardboard plates that are papercraft. Mm-hmm. You pop the paper craft out, you build it, you put your Nintendo Switch into it mm-hmm. and you can manipulate these things in the real world. You can build a cardboard piano that plays. Yes. You can build a little moving robot. You can build yeah. all sorts of crazy uh, stuff. A fishing
1: pole. You can do a little birdhouse thing for some sort of, like, ca- uh, game with your me characters or what have you. And you're
0: sitting there, and it's it looks like so much fun.
1: Yeah. That that robot game looks like you've got a backpack. It's, like, the closest thing I'll ever be to a Ghostbuster or something like that. Like and you having build a, a cardboard backpack,
0: backpack yeah. that has strings that attach to your fists— and yeah. you can you i guess the screen is going to go on a helmet in front of your face and then you're suddenly that's almost like a VR experience
1: yeah it's it's close but i feel i feel like the the tangibility factor is what really does it for me is a guy who's like starting to you know we're we're getting away from the physical medium more and more with all sorts of different markets, but video games, obviously, there's still a lot of a lot of real concrete stuff. and but when I see this, I'm like, oh, this is more of the experience that I'm wanting. as much as I love VR and I love three d and all that stuff, I feel like being able to build something with my hands, even if it's like step-by-step Lego style, and then being able to be a part of that finished product. Like when you see how they build the um, the, the motorcycle handlebars and how there's all these intricate pieces actually within it, also that you, in the, in the you build. In the backpack. In the backpack. With, oh, yeah. the,
0: with the, yeah, the backpack for the robot looks like it has all sorts of moving pieces. This stuff seems, again, really intricate. It is still cardboard. Yeah. And it it's still creative. And there are three sets that are coming – there are three products that are coming mm-hmm. out. There's one that has the, the kind of the nice poo-poo platter, if you will, of yeah. the Nintendo Labo. It's It's got the one that you want to do the fishing rod, if you want to do the piano, if you want to do a house. You, you've got all those different experiences, and you can buy that for I think it's $60. And then I believe for 60 or $70, there's a separate one that you can buy that is the robot. Mm. And that is uh, solely for the robot game. And then there's an additional smaller twenty dollar uh, piece, and it's not really its own lab. It feels to me, at least from what I can tell, like it's the augmentation box where you can get like stickers and markers mm-hmm. and things to decorate and personalize your experience. Right. That's one thing in VR, you, even though it's a personal experience, it's not personalized. It is exactly. And here, I imagine because we just did this yesterday. I brought, I had the switch at your place, and I was like, hey. Zach, check this out. Check out the DLC. And I threw my Switch into your... Switch thing we're still, yeah. still talking about video games folks yeah and, or uh, are we <laughs> or are we this is the kind of stuff we're into these days this is why I punish you <laughs> uh, and uh
1: go away god god, god. <laughs> we're done with you for today you've you've wrecked so
2: much habit. I've been listening to Geekscape since the beginning <laughs> and I do not approve um I know how it
3: ends <laughs> 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 do you <laughs> (laughs)
1: And so,
2: uh... Turns into
1: David Lynch all of a sudden. (laughs) The fuck?
2: When you looked back and there was one pair of footprints. (laughs) It Uh, was me chucking your ass as far as I could. I hate you. (laughs) No. It was truly me abandoning you. (laughs) Uh...
0: So, um, yeah, I, I think that's cool that I, that we can have uh, we can personalize it like mm-hmm. I could come over to your place and you, I would have a different rocket pack that you do. Yeah, exactly. Um, is it OK for me at 39 years old to be this fucking excited about building shit with cardboard? And that, how does Nintendo keep thinking of this innovative stuff?
1: They've got. Uh, first of all, no fucking cool. grow up. It's not cool. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's su- it's super cool. Uh, I don't I don't know how they keep coming up with this stuff. Uh, it's so
0: out of the box, it
1: is. It, it's 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 something that I wasn't expecting at all. I'll, to wake up one morning and watch this video and just be blown away by cardboard.
0: So next question okay. is. A month after release, mm-hmm. are you just going to have a bunch of cardboard stuff laying around your room? That's yeah. Are these mini games going to be the equivalent of something like Nintendo Land, which we were so feverish uh, about yeah. for a month, mm-hmm. and then that was that? Exactly. Because I fucking loved Nintendo Land.
1: Yeah, that's. You bring up such a good point, though, in this question, and I feel like that has. that's been a a partial downfall of Nintendo for so long is that as much as I love a lot of their experiences, they do also put these eggs in a certain basket. Like, remember when the Wii came out and they had all those different, like, the music game and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, and Miyamoto was, like, you know, fucking whistling on a... a, 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 Wii music. Wii music, Well, beyond that,
0: remember Link's archery? Yeah. uh And it came with a little bow? Yeah, Which I still have?
1: Yeah, all all the peripherals and stuff like that. Or the Wii Fitness? Oh, dude. Yeah, exactly. The, then, the, the yoga mat. And shit. the
0: next thing you know, you're just sitting there with this. Just collect- Exactly. And it's collecting dust. Yeah. Like, are we Will gonna, this are, stuff have legs? Yeah. Will this stuff have legs? Are we just going to fill our rooms up with cardboard and amiibos? No comment. <laughs> it's. It's,
2: it's too late for that. <laughs> you have chosen false gods. The amiibo are a false gods. Oh, shades would... is my profit. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, uh,
0: for the shade story, you're going to have to go back in geekscape history to yes. that time that the guy tried to elbow the shit out of me running into a Best Buy to buy an amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy wearing shades.
1: That's a good one. I remember when you and called it, me after that happened.
0: Yeah, we were camping out for an amiibo, this guy with sunglasses came up after us, didn't fucking look at us. We tried to be communal and make conversation, Josh Jackson and I. Mm. Shades flies into the fucking store, like elbows me out of the way, gets the fucking amiibo, and I'm sitting there going, dude, do not get your fucking ass kicked for a plastic toy. Right, right. And then he gets to the counter. So much and shame and on the, both sides. The counters, of that. <laughs> When he gets to the counter, they weren't supposed to have been they should the toys weren't not supposed to have been put out yet. Mm-hmm. And so they, the barcodes were literally not in the system. Ooh. So he had to get up there with his shades and his fucking Amiibo and have them not sell them to him. And we were laughing so bad. <laughs> it better than it was probably better than actually walking out of there with some amiibo or what was watching shades getting denied.
1: It's it's like that guy if you if everybody's playing this is a random reference but like pl- playing uh, rock band or one of those video games at a party. It's like oh yeah I could play this song so fucking good on expert and then he gets up there and just bombs in front of everybody. But he just told you how great he was. I feel like that's very similar. To this dude who just like, yeah, look at me, I'm fucking hot shit. Oh, but now you're a dummy. Did you
0: see that 10 years after release, someone finally 100%ed on like the top level Dragon Force? Was it Mark Bell? Blindfolded? What? No. Blindfolded. It's on YouTube? Uh, Somewhere? I saw saw the headline. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I was like, whoa. And Mark Bell can play the game? Mark
1: Mark Bell's out of control. I, I have no idea how he is now, but yeah, when I was a film threat, that guy was badass uh, so good but the, the, we we go on marathons where he's like my hands don't work now
0: <laughs> <laughs> the carpal tunnel is sudden sort of oh.
1: but um it hurts more than my soul <laughs> i think i think to go back to labo for a second I think it's a really cool idea, and the dad in me like really wants my son to be able to have more creative, fun outlets to video games because I, as much as I love video games, I do also see that they can be kind of brain rotty. I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, I get so obsessed into the thing, and then I've just spent hours and hours of my day, you know, doing this. I, I, I want to see some sort of return, and I feel like Labo can give us that, and I think it will be good for kids, but I also, I also am a little hesitant about it, the same way of what we're talking here, of buying all this stuff and then it just being that. Like, is this robo backpacker just going to be used for the robo game, the robot game? Or is it, can I use it for other stuff? Will they be developing other stuff? Right. Like the the bow. Did you use the bow for anything else? Or no. like uh, PlayStation Move when right. that was a thing. Like, I got the Killzone gun and it really only worked for the Killzone game and it was pretty shit. You
0: know, so. um, no, we we're gonna have to find out. And here's the scary thing on about 420. finding out. Yeah, it's being released on 420. Dude, let's get to sit around. And make we're gonna go libo. see Super Troopers two and play Labo all day, bro. <laughs> the thing is, uh, I'm pretty sure this thing is gonna sell out pretty bad. If it, uh, if yeah. the pre orders haven't already sold out, right. I'd be amazed. Yeah, I believe that this is going to be a cutthroat item. I believe mm-hmm. that people are going to go nuts for this, mm-hmm. and it's going to be hard to find. Yeah. I believe that this thing is gonna be flooded on eBay for double its its oh, purchase yeah. price. And it's fucking cardboard. And it's cardboard, and there's a brilliance in that, thanks to Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is we're going to rush to get it because mm-hmm. it's going to be a very hard-to-find item, and a month later we may be like, what do we do that for? This will be a Shades exclusive. Yes, it will. Shades, is- <laughs> Shades will be trying to elbow people out of the way to get this.
1: Meanwhile, I'll just do my usual thing of late adopting and just wait half a year. You're playing a
0: dangerous game. Yeah, I know, You're playing a dangerous game, Zach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some of those amiibo don't come back. That's Um, true. Well, they they just come from your house (laughs) to mine.
2: Zach, do not worship him for his amiibo. (laughs) I can take away. Remember when I kicked your nuts into your mouth. Worship him for his wild hunt. (laughs) Zach, please
0: um is that right. somewhere can somebody watch the witcher video thing yeah it's, on, okay, it's on our facebook good just want um, to make sure <laughs> if you want to watch what we are referencing go to our facebook group geekscape forever and uh in there zach and i do some unboxing on our loot crates um and get really weird about we get weird ass play what uh, what no, ah, we, <laughs> no, ew, no, no there's ew. nothing
1: about ass play was it
0: <laughs> leo just Took eighteen wheeler off the freeway, <laughs> being like, "What the fuck?" He <laughs> was he was doing
1: the the over the top arm workout thing <laughs> while listening to
0: this. And he just then, spit out uh, his by- drink <laughs> and swerved across the highway. Uh, well, Geekscape is we love you as we've said multiple times. We have a Geekscape group on Facebook. Go to Geekscape uh, search for search for Geekscape on Facebook. You're gonna find our page. You're gonna find our group. And of course, you can always find us and our podcast at Geekscape.net. We are on every podcatcher. So. Please, click the share button. Give us five stars. Leave a review. Tell your friends about Geekscape. It's a community. So when people ask you, like, oh, what's the difference between this and all the other geek shows? Be like, hey, this one's been around the longest. Yeah. Two, they get some legit guests. B, okay, I went letter, <laughs> number. Okay, so now go a, Roman numeral. asterisk they've been around the, the longest. Uh, two, <laughs> two. Yeah, uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh, I can do this. Two. Um, they got some great guests, mm-hmm. and I, 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 yes, there we they're go. They're completely community based. They care about you, they love you, uh, and it is a personal experience. I hope, as we've uh, discovered here in the State of the Union with Zach or over uh, a long and time, asterix, people
1: asterisks. We're the only fucking podcast that has Shane O'Hare talking about gibberish on a weekly basis. Sometimes, well, that's the Geekscape Games podcast. But I
0: know, you know what. L- let's get to the point where Good you point. are accepting Geekscape in your heart. Geekscape Games is a bit like. That's the harder hit. That is. That
1: is. <laughs> um, is, is, is it like uh, uh, Latter Day Saints of? Uh, very, what, what would we compare it to? Scientology? I don't know.
0: I don't. It's hard for me to recommend anybody going down that that's road. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> that's for another another episode. But we love you, Geekscapists. <laughs> Uh We look forward to the next week with you, and um, you can find Zach Kadad and all of his adventures online. I believe you are Zach Kadad on Twitter.
1: Uh, I, I just got rid of Twitter yesterday. You did? Yeah, I got sick of it. Uh, Great. I, I use Instagram and Facebook sometimes. Okay. The Z had ad on uh, Instagram and just Zach hat ad on Facebook. Come find me uh, if you aren't already my friend and we can bullshit about stuff.
0: Cool. Geekscapers, we love you. We'll be back in the studio next week with another amazing guest. Please allow release. Anything to add, uh, God?
2: Yes. I have this to, to add. You are all sinners for having listened to this, and soon, the nut kicking will come to all of you. I made a list. What do you have to add, God number two? What I have to add is only this. We've taken your dignity, and now we're going to take your balls. <laughs> what? It's next. I don't know what I'm saying, because I'm God two, and I'm pretty fucked up on ayahuasca. God two, you are a false God. Oh. you are like one of those weird serpent gods you are not real Am I like am I like the snake god that Alan Moore is all about or am I like actually I don't know anymore Who am I?
0: Well, it was fun being a part of Westwood One. Uh, I totally understand the the, the non fulfillment of the contract.
1: (laughs) I I, I lose
0: all of your big contracts.
1: (laughs) Have you noticed? (laughs) Every time I'm on, (laughs) somebody goes,
2: somebody leaves. It was for the best. Trust me, Geekscape (laughs) is over and out. You'll hear from me next week or probably in a few hours. Goodbye.